Welcome to the fight with Teddy Atlas. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by the legend Teddy Atlas. Today's special episode, we're going to do a fight companion. We're going to watch the uh, Lomachenko versus Tiafimo Lopez fight back, and Teddy's going to commentate on the fight, and then we'll uh, and then he'll give his scores after each round and see how compared to where the uh, judges scored it, and we'll uh, take it from there. How you doing, Teddy? You ready to roll? Good, Ken. Ready, ready to go. Hey guys, today's fight companion episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the best below and above the belt grooming product. I love this thing. We reached out to them because I'm a customer. I've been using it. I genuinely really like this thing. With the holidays coming up, they have a special offer for our listeners. It's called the new performance package. This makes an awesome gift, especially for yourself. The performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, and it includes the new addition of the Weed Whacker Air and Nose Hair Clippers. These things are waterproof. They have a 9,000 RPM motorized 360-degree dual blade. Includes their premier, their premier lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The ceramic blade and safe skin technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down below. You'll also get the Crop Preserver deodorant for below the belt and its anti-chafing and moisturizing. For a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value add, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxers. I actually love these boxers. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ATLAS or simply go to manscaped.com slash ATLAS, A-T-L-A-S. Again, 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash ATLAS. All right. And to the producer over there, we're going to start here in three, two, one, start. For the people following along at home, we will, um, I'll give you a, a cue right as the um, first round starts so you can follow along if you're watching the fight on a separate device and listening to us. Fighters are both ready in the corner here. Start momentarily. All right, you got the two guys bouncing in the corners. Yeah, we we're, they're bouncing, baby. And round one start right now. All right, here we are again. And with good company with us. Welcome to all the fans. Good to have you with us. See, here's the thing. Look, uh, Lomachenko, obviously, Southpaw, he's the technician. He's Neo in the Matrix, you know, slipping and sliding, making you miss. Right now, it's it's about distance and range. And it's about Lopez showing that he's going to be more than a puncher tonight. He's going to be a complete boxer. And the most important weapon right now is not his left hook or right hand. And that's his power. I know it. And that's what Lopez is. He's a power puncher. Or part of what he is. But right here, if I'm doing the commentating on ESPN... Right, one minute into the fight, Ken. Yep. I'm saying it's all about the jab, baby. That the jab, I know it's not landing clean, but it's it's keeping Lopez, it's keeping Lomachenko busy. Something to think about, other than throwing punches, and it's controlling range. It's bothering Lomachenko. I don't need five more rounds to see. To know that. It's bothering him already. Because Lomachenko can't get his rhythm going. That jab. 
that nobody really talked about with Lopez. They talked about the power. And a little faint. See how he gave a little faint? We talked about that in our fight plan, Ken, where yep. Lopez give a little faint, make make Lomachenko make a move too soon, prematurely, where then he, he's not missing and chasing him. He's keeping him in front of him and stalking him, controlling him. And again, that jab... It's just keeping Lomachenko. It's not scoring, but it's keeping him busy. It's it's stabilizing him. It's keeping him where he wants, where Lopez wants him to be, right in front of him. And it's setting up other things, like trying to go to the body, whatever. But it's keeping Loma busy, and it's winning the round for him. Nobody's landed a punch yet, but Lopez is winning the round because there's only one guy throwing I was going to say, I don't think throw, Loma's thrown more than one or two punches. 30 seconds to go in round one. And the jab is bothering him. And it's hard for Loma to get where he wants to get to, which is close enough being a shorter you know, guy as far as height and length to get close enough to do anything. It's hard to get there because of that jab. Because of the way that Lopez is controlling range with the jab and even with his feet every once in a while, taking a little step back. And you can see he's the bigger guy, Ken. Oh, my goodness. Much. Oh, my much goodness. Much bigger. So that first round, you know, that, that's got to go. That's got to go. As it did on my scorecard originally, it goes to Lopez. Really a uh, feeling out round in uh, for Loma, but I was surprised at his lack of uh, activity. I mean, I get that he wants to get into the range, get the get into a groove, but <clears throat> really inactive for him. Well, let's touch general. on why. Because if I'm doing a broadcast with you, I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. We, yep. we saw that he wasn't active. Why? That's the question. Anyone could see that. Uh, the people have eyes in the head. Why? I think it's because of the jab of Lopez controlling range where he's making it difficult and risky. That's the key. He's making it risky for Lomachenko to get close. In other words, what I talk about where he's creating that neighborhood. To get close, you got to go through that bad neighborhood and you could get mugged. Here we are in the second round. First round is over. Second round. Lomachenko and Lopez. Well, again, Lomachenko moving his head and his legs. He's he's right now like the guy I've said on ESPN when I was the one corner fights. Ken, he's that yeah. He's that janitor. He's that he's that superintendent with that giant key ring with a hundred keys on it. He's trying to find the right key to get in, and he can't find it. He can't find it. And Lopez is knocking him off balance. Not hitting him clean, but hitting him somewhere. Like they used to say about Rocky Marciano. He hits you on the arms. He hits you, you know, on a, around the shoulders. You know, he just, he just banged you around and pushed you where he wanted to push you. To a certain extent, that's what Lopez is doing. He's hitting his gloves, hitting Lomachenko's arms, but he's keeping him where he wants to keep him, out in front of him, you know, in control, 
And he's mentally keeping them where he wants to keep them, not letting them gain confidence. That, not letting them use that experience that Lomachenko has the big edge with. And Lopez controlling the center of the ring has Loma going back constantly. He's got him looking again. He's the, he's got him acting like the super with the key ring. He's he's looking for the right key for the door to get in. And you can see Loma's eyes. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. Nothing really landed except on the arms and gloves by Lopez. Now there's a little something, first time something almost touched clean. A kind of left hand yep. from Loma. Took a little step in, tried to sneak in that door with a left hand. Now look. Here, there's 50 seconds left. Here's how I was looking at it because I gave the second round to Loma. It's not over yet. Loma, the guy that's controlling the rhythm is, is Lopez. I'm not going to argue that. But he hasn't landed clean. Loma landed a little something with a kind of left hand about 30 seconds ago, a little clean. And I'm wondering if that's what... I thought, it was, I thought it landed very clean. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's why... In my mind, because there's only 18 seconds left now, because other than that, I have to give the round to Lopez. Got to always be honest. But that left hand that landed clean, I guess I'm... Oh, there's another left hand landed by Loma just before the bell. That's why I gave the second round to him. That's why. I know you can make an argument, Ken, that Lopez controlled the rhythm was throwing more punches, but they weren't landing. The only one who landed anything of any repute any effect was Loma. And it wasn't many. It was two, three. But I'm from the old school. When you set up the scoring rules and protocol for the pros, it's not about who throws the most. It's not. It's about who lands the cleaner. And he here's the replay. Oh! I, I, you know what? I feel better. I feel two left hands. Two clean left hands. He slipped the jab to his left. He countered with a clean left hand. And then he doubled up the left hand as Lopez was still in the path of the punch. Oh, and a right hook. Uh, I didn't even see that before. So he put a left. And it, it made Lopez's uh, wife get very nervous. She just put yeah. her hands to her face and said, oh, my goodness. My husband got hit. So I'm sticking with it. I, I did a good job. I know I shouldn't talk that way. But you know what? I saw better than the judges saw. I saw three clean punches, two left hands counters, and a right hook all land on the chin by Lomachenko. I know that the other guy punch numbers, if you listen to punch numbers, you go crazy. You go crazy. Because really, you're going to trust punch numbers? It's, it's two human beings trying to tell you how many punches in an instant in a, in a microsecond, how many punches are landing when somebody's throwing punches from both sides? Come on, that's not too easy. That's impossible. I mean, it's a good well, how, gadget for how, TV, but it's impossible to be accurate. I'm going to give that second round as I did to Lomachenko. He landed, he this, landed the clean punches. Which, I would say this in that second round. Which guy would you rather be? Loma didn't get touched, and Lopez got punched three times in the face. I'd, I'd rather be Loma in that second round. Yeah, I agree. Now, again, this is starting the same. Lopez using the jab, flicking it out there. He's not landing. He's not even trying to land. But he's keeping Lomachenko busy. He's not trying to land. He's using it to control range, distance, set something up, you know, set up the right hand to the body, which just missed – 
but he's controlling the pace, the tempo, the rhythm of the fight Lopez is right now, even though he hasn't landed. But again, the difference Halfway from through this, the third round. Yes. The difference from this round, people out there that are watching to see what you know they thought they saw or didn't see in the first fight or the first time they watched the fight live is that this round Loma hasn't landed anything back. But again, the second round, yeah, Lopez was doing the same thing, but Lomachenko landed three clean punches. I'll take those three clean punches over the 50 punches that Lopez drew that were either blocked or missed. That's the way it's supposed to be scored. Who puts their hands actually on the guy? There's a little action by Loma there. He's trying to get an angle with his jab uh, by stepping to his right and becoming more of a southpaw. He's, he's not being a southpaw enough. Uh, I just realized that. A lot of people are going to say, what do you mean, Ted? Well, one of his advantages is he's, he's a southpaw. He, he comes at you from a different place. And, oh, there's a couple good clean punches by Loma. Good counter, quick. He made a mess. He scored. You know what? This is crazy, Ken. You could almost make an argument that Loma could have an argument for this round because Lopez has, I know he's out throwing him 100 to 1. I'm exaggerating. But he hasn't landed. Loma just landed about 20 seconds ago a couple clean punches. Yep. I, I mean, I gave the round, I gave the round to Lopez when I watched it the first time. And I'm going to do it again. But you can almost make an argument that, <laughs> really, that Lopez, Lomachenko was out thrown 100 to 1, but he landed two punches and Lopez didn't land anything clean. But they weren't significant. And um, I'll go with Lopez controlling the action. Uh, but again, getting, I back, think that getting back to being a southpaw. Lomachenko to be a southpaw, to take advantage of that, that you know, style, that if, and make it an advantage, you got to step to your right more and give him that southpaw angle. Make it difficult. Make make him make it uncomfortable. If you just stand in front of him and you don't give him that angle and you don't move to the right where you get a little better position than he has, well, then you're not being a southpaw. You're not taking advantage of that. What were you going to say? And here Ken? we so go. I was going to say, I think because people are so used to seeing so much action from Loma, I, watching this, watching these rounds back again, they're much closer than I thought the first time. I thought that Lopez won those, won that third round cleanly the first time, but watching it back to your point, Loma's the only one that landed a clean punch there. Lopez was busy and controlling the center of the ring again, like he's doing now here to start the fourth round, 15 seconds in. Yeah, fourth round. And again, he's got Lomas continues to, continues to move back, and Lopez controls the center yeah, of the ring. Yeah, now the reason why he's moving back, Ken, you're right. Your observation's right. He's trying to get out of range. He, he's trying to make sure that he's not... Lopez is not only bigger, he's longer, taller, longer. So Lomachenko's trying to make sure that he's judging the end of those punches, the length, the range of those punches properly. And he's stepping back to be out of range. And then when he steps back in, he's looking to be close enough to get in range with one quick move. One quick move. Because like that, he just made a real quick move and, and got in with the jab. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to stay right off, right off the front door. Like 
every once in a while step out to the backyard and then get back to that front door and be close enough without being too close to close that gap quick and score because he knows there's no margin forever with this guy because he already can sense the guy's got power and quickness. <clears throat> and again, the uh, MO, the plan, is the same for Lopez, uh, Ken. It's just to, he doesn't have to land, but he, oh, there's another quick jab that, I don't know if it landed clean, but it definitely came closer to landing clean than Lopez's have. Lopez is coming either short or being blocked. But again, he's keeping, he's keeping Lomachenko busy. He's controlling the pace and rhythm of the fight, Lopez. But not landed anything. I'll say it again. Not landed anything. One thing to your point. One thing to your point is you can see the uh, quality of Lomez's legs. I mean, he's moving all over the ring. He's very hard to hit, and Lopez continuing to stalk him. And, and to that point, I'm glad you brought it up. By moving, he got caught a jab there, Lomachenko. By having to move his legs to keep the stronger Lopez off balance, Lopez, I don't know if it was planned, but I bet you it was. Lopez is making him work. Harder than Lopez has to work. He's Definitely. making Lomachenko, who's 32 years old, nine years older, he's making him, that's the end of the fourth round. He's making the older car go faster on the highway than it might want to go. He's making him work harder. And there's something yeah. to that. Because then when you get into the 12th round, I know I say yeah, there's a good body shot. So, okay, the replay Does just showed a right hand around the left elbow, that landed. There's like, and there's yeah, a left hook. Three or four good body shots. Yeah, there's a left hand that just glanced off Lopez by Loma. But that round, that round, no doubt, that round is uh, Lopez. Nothing significant, but he won the round. Um, and again, just making Lomachenko work harder. Now, I have the benefit of knowing what happened. We all do. So I'm going to use it. I'm not going to shy away from it. In the 12th round, when Lomachenko was making his run, I thought he won the 7th to the 11th. And then Lopez came back and won the 12th. When Lo Lomachenko needed that round, I mean, I didn't know the scorecards that it turned out it wouldn't have mattered. But in my mind, needed that round to, to cap it off he, he looked tired in the 12th where Lopez looked fresher. And part of that yeah. is because of the way he's being forced to work now, uh, you know, by using his head movement and his legs just to evade what Lopez is putting in front of him or trying to put on, uh, on top of uh, trying to put on him. Yeah, you're right. The work rate, you can see Loma's uh, work rate is so much higher, bouncing around, trying to stay at distance. And remember, a 32-year-old guy with 400 amateur fights that's doing this. Not a 23-year-old kid. And Lopez physically is in perfect condition. I mean, look how muscular his back is. I mean, he looks huge. 
and good counterpunch by that. Oh, Loma caught good Lopez exchange. trying to come in with a nice jab hook, uh, like a hybrid, like a hybrid jab hook from the shoulder. He caught and he slowed down Lopez a little bit. Good clean punch. Uh, probably the only clean punch I've seen this round was by Lopez. But again, Lopez, again, his M.O. to use his left jab hand as a paintbrush to just keep painting a picture that he wants. A picture, oh, another clean jab by, well, this is crazy. You could make an argument right now that Lomachenko landed the only two clean punches. Wow. Even though I'm not arguing with you, it's 100 to 1 as far as who's throwing more. Not arguing with you. It's Lopez controlling the rhythm. But Loma, knowing that he's got to be surgical-like, like a surgeon with a scalpel, you know, it's one thing. The other guy's using a saw, but Loma's using a scalpel. When you don't notice a scalpel, it can make cuts and you don't even know you cut. And that's what he's doing. He's making these little cuts with the scalpel of the jab, and you're not noticing it. What are you noticing it if you're a judge, Ken? You're noticing Lopez pushing him back and throwing more punches. There was another jab by Loma. And you know what? I, I, I got to see the last 22 seconds here. This is very interesting. I could almost make an argument Loma could get this round in the fifth round. I know people are going to say I'm nuts. It's okay. You're not the first time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know uh, Lopez, this round's about 10. I'm giving the round to, I, I'm, I have to stick with what I did. I can't change the scorecard, but I would have. I'm going to put a little no, check mark here. Um, even though I give it 10-9 to, to Lopez, I could have given that to Loma for those three jabs. Look at that. Right that's there. That, that's the hybrid. That's the hybrid hook jab. Can he caught Lopez coming in? Okay, Lopez lands some body shots there. Okay. All right. I'll tell you, that's a closer round than first look, first glance. It really is. A tough fight to score. you got to have really good judges. I don't think these judges were that good. I, I hate to say that, but I, I, I don't think a lot of the judges are at the level that if you really got to really know what you're watching with a really high level of performance in front of you, I don't think there's that many judges that can differentiate that finer stuff. You know what I mean, Ken? That that yeah, that, no, that high tech, that high tech stuff <clears throat> where you got to really be watching to see, so what if he's throwing? Is he landing? <clears throat> you know, the other guy's out throwing him, but if the other guy lands two punches and the other guy threw 50, you know, Give it to the guy that landed to. You don't do that. You got judges that are, they do it the lazy way. Whoever's busier, whoever's throwing more, for the most part, they wind up giving it to. For the most part. Yeah. Not always. Uh, that's very interesting. Those upon, like watching this fight a second time, it really is an eye opener in terms of how close these rounds are. There's not a ton of punches landing for either guy, but there's some real high-quality boxing here. It's very technical. Yeah, I agree. Now now watch this, Ken. Take a look here. I know nobody pointed this out when they were doing the fight, 
But watch the placement of the left hand. You had it in the gym when we were doing a fight plan. When you get a chance, you can't see it now because the camera's showing the back of Lopez. But look at the placement. His left hand is low and is over on his right side. Do you see it? Look, yeah, look it's at, almost in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. Over on his left. In other words, he's got to pick it up to throw it. Yeah. Loma's not taking advantage of that. I don't know if they watched the film. Right there, he did. Right there, he did. He did it again because the left hand is low and over on the wrong side. It's not on the left side where it's close to the chamber. It's on the right side. And by the time he gets it up, Loma can close the gap. Loma's winning this round. Uh, again, crazy, 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 crazy. Because I didn't have him winning the next round until the seventh. He's, he's winning this round. He's winning this round. I don't give a crap what the hell you guys say out there. Watch. We got a minute ten, to, minute 10 to no, go no, in the sixth. Well, open your eyes. Judges, of course, you know. Maybe you need a cane or something. I don't know. He's missing Lopez. Again, Lopez busier, but Loma just backed him up with two jabs. And Loma's looking. He's getting a little closer. Touched him with a left hand. Loma's starting to get closer. And again, he's taking advantage of that jab, the, the right jab from the Southpaw Loma, where he's getting it in every once in a while. He's starting to recognize, I got a split-second lead here, Ken. I got a split-second to get it in before that left hand gets up and in position to be a danger. And, and again, he gets it in again. Again, Lopez, watch when you've seen the front of him. The left hand is down low. It's over on the right side. There it is, down low. Loma's got a chance to sneak in there, kind of like one of those robbery movies, you know, Ken, where they, where they plan yeah. this big robbery and they say, okay, you got one second, one second before the alarm goes off. One second. You got to be in there in that second. <coughs> and that's kind of what Loma's faced with. He's got that split second, not a one second, a half a second, to close the gap with that jab while that left hand, and I guarantee you, you didn't hear that when you were watching the fight that night because I didn't hear it. But while that left hand is down low and over on the right side, you have a chance to get into that vault before the alarm. See it? Before the alarm goes off. Yep. Now, he just landed a right hand on the replay for that reason. Loma got it in time, but there was a counter right uppercut. There was a counter. Yep. I don't think it landed clean. And then there was a follow-up right hand. so Straight right at the end of the round yeah. there, scored. Yeah. Now, maybe that's why I gave it to... Uh, maybe off the strength of that, that's why I gave it to Lopez. I, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. So right now I got one round for Loma. The sixth round just ended. The seventh just started. And, the, and I got... Uh, Five rounds for Lopez. Here's the seventh round coming up, Ken. Start it. As a matter of fact, Andre Ward has it scored the same as me. Exactly the same. They just put his card up. Yep. He gave the second round also, the only round to Loma. Now, this is the next round, I think. Let me look at my scorecard. Yeah, this is the next round that I gave to Loma. Well, he's getting more aggressive. He knows that he has to. He knows he's behind. I think yep. he was following the game plan of his father. I think that they said, okay, we're going to give up early rounds to to try to get into the deeper waters to make sure we don't get caught and we get some good videotape on him. 
so we know what we're facing, and then we'll start moving. Did they wait around? The problem is, like you said, the problem is, like you said, Loma was working a lot harder than Lopez to get to the deep water, so he's going to have to have a much bigger tank. Yeah, I agree at 32 years of age, too. I agree. So he's trying now a little bit more. I think early on he didn't really care those first three rounds if he threw away the rounds. He just wanted to pick up yeah. the... He just wanted to get the info, the, the, you know, the information he needed to garner, kind of like intel. He was looking to get intel against the enemy uh, that he could use Lopez later. Lopez doing some good... Lopez doing good work going to the body when, when Loma has his hands high. Yeah, you know what else he's doing? He's or trying. He's set to counter good. Like like he's yeah. using the jab as as just a decoy setup, control, range finder. He's just using the jab for that, Lopez. But he's controlling range and then he's in position that if the shorter, smaller Lomachenko tries to close the gap, he's ready to, to fire off a counter. He's in his legs are ready. He's ready to fight right there. He missed, but he fired that counter. There, there's some landing now by Loma. Starting to close the gap a little. He's doing it the smart way, off the misses. He's thinking, how do I get in here? How do I get in here? Let me make the guy miss and then bah, 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 let me close. Let me make him miss and then close real quick before he sets himself again. But again, one of the things, little headbutt there, one of the Lopez was complaining. One of the things that Loma's doing good or uh, Lopez doing good, is even when he misses, he's ready to counter. That threat, yeah. that knowledge in the mind of Loma is holding him back a little bit, knowing that Lopez is ready to counter with that uppercut or you know, whatever punch he selects. You can see even the expression on their face, you can see how much harder Loma looks like he's working. Now that was a close round, Ken, because Loma, Loma was busier that round. I gave it to I gave it to uh, to Loma. I'm going to stay with that. I gave it to him in my first scorecard, but I will make the concession because we always want to be you know honest. We it was closer. It was oh that see that right uppercut. I think the people watching it might have said oh yeah. right uppercut, but it didn't land. Loma slipped it. Oh, there's a clean. There's a clean aggressive right jab by Loma. And there's another clean right hook by, you know what, I'm sticking with what I saw the first time. I was about to make the concession that that was closer than I originally thought it was. But all the rounds are close anyway. This kind of fight it was to a certain degree. Um, especially the rounds that, you know, uh, you're looking when there's not much to, to differentiate from. But, and there was a lot of rounds like that, Ken. But that I, I, that seventh round, I gave it to him when I was watching it live. I started to say, wait, it was a little closer. I just looked at the replays. Nope. I, I think I was right. Loma landed enough clean punches to carry that round. And we're in round eight, 240 left. I would argue that, Teddy, of the first seven rounds, three of them are huge question marks. You could easily make a case for either side. Two, five, six, and seven were very close. And right now, there's a little clash of heads, I guess. Lopez is complaining. Yeah. And so there's a timeout right there. That's gonna, that's a little something that could change the dynamic of a fight because Loma had a little momentum going. He landed a clean left hand 
and their heads came together. Yeah, their heads came together. That Loma's smart. He, he's the shorter guy, so what does he do? He puts his head down a little lower when he comes in. So if there is a clash, it's going to hit Loma up towards the skull, the top of the head, where there's less chance of doing damage, and it's going to land right around the face of Lopez where there's more chance of doing damage. That's experience. That's experience. Loma's starting to touch him with the yeah, jab now. Yeah, he just now. did. You're right. He, he's controlling his round. I don't have the old uh, their scorecards in front of me. I mean, Letterman, I know she she gave nothing. To, uh, she gave one round. It's absurd. Um, but the other ones, I wonder, do you have their scorecards? Rob have their scorecards to see if they gave the eighth round to uh, Loma? Because right now, Loma's dominating this round. Whoa! He just landed nice combination at 135. Yeah, he, Good he, dirty he, boxing by Loma. Yeah, Loma Loma's uh knows what he has to do this round. And right now it's it's only one person winning this round. It's Loma. I mean he For broke sure. out this round. Wouldn't you say that, Ken? Yeah. Definitely. I mean he, doing really good work on the inside. Yeah, how's very he doing aggressive. It? How's he doing it? He's he's staying right at the edge of that door. Good jab there. He's starting to become a southpaw in spots, moving to his right where he has a better edge. Uh for the right, he he gets an edge for his right right hand southpaw jab. See, there he goes. He steps to his right more, being a southpaw a little more, getting more of an edge as a southpaw and using it again. Stepping to his right where the angle is better for the southpaw and worse for the orthodox fighter. You know how else he's doing it, Ken? He's waiting for Lopez to miss and then he's closing that door real quick and he's staying close. Just outside, and then close enough to within a you know within a half a step to close the gap and score with jabs. Lopez reaching with that right hand. Yeah, you know what he's getting he's Lopez to reach a little bit, but you know what he's not doing. It's like I used to say when I was calling the fights. He's putting a peanut butter on the bread, but no jelly. You know he he's yeah. making them miss, but he's not he's not making them pay. You got to put the jelly with the peanut. Uh, peanut butter and Lopez made and Loma made Lopez reach a couple times that round but he should have done a little bit better job countering oh that's definitely uh, Lomachenko's round I'd love to know what the judges officially gave on uh, what was that round eight yeah round eight um, Weisfeld had it 10-9 for Lomachenko alright that's good um Julie Letterman had it for um, Lopez. Yeah. And Tim Cheatham had it for round eight. He had Lomachenko 10 9. Yeah. See, it's hard so to. So two of the three. It's hard to understand where Letterman was that night. Letterman only gave him the 11th. Now, how could you? Now, we're watching the replay now, right, Ken? I mean, he's yeah. tattooing him. Is that fair to say? Loma Very. was tattooing him. I mean, he's tattooing him. He's hitting him with jabs, setting up the left hand. You know, off of the jab, he's going in and out on him. He's got Loma, he's got Lopez reeling a little bit, definitely out of sync. Big round for Lomachenko, and he only gets it on two cards. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Big guy. Well, look at this. Size so here we go, round okay. nine, starting two forty-five. Back, how much bigger he is than Loma? You can't even yep. see Loma when the camera angle yep. has Loma directly directly you know in front of him 
the the back of Lopez envelops him. It blocks yep. him out like I mean, really, it blocks him out like the you know like like uh, the moon blocking out the sun for an eclipse. <laughs> I mean, you can't see him. Yeah, wow, he's so much bigger now. Now Loma won the last two rounds on my scorecard, and he's trying to keep that momentum going. And as the jab was the key for Lopez, the jab is now the key for Loma. See, the different though, Ken, because for Lopez, it wasn't to land hard or to land. It was to control him. But for Lo- Loma, it's to land. Like when he's sticking that jab, it's to yep. land. You know, he, he's sticking darts, like like to pin him yeah. into that board. Bap, bap, you know, to, to, to bang right into something like he's doing right now. But... Lopez, yeah. oh, oh, there's oh some, look at it. There's good work. Oh, good work. Oh, real beautiful work. Combination Lo- work. Combination. Lo- Lopez also landed a counter right in that exchange. Is it fair? Yeah, he did. Is it fair, Ken, to say that, especially these rounds, the last three, that the man throwing combinations is only one guy, Loma? Uh, where That's exactly right. Lopez... Again, Lopez has thrown single shots, single jab, single counter left uppercut he just threw, single counter right hand to the body he just threw and missed, single jab again, single right uppercut, missed, single left hook, missed. That's Lopez. But when Lomachenko gets himself into the proper punching range, it's it's threes and fours. That's that's an important note that no one else touched on, and I haven't heard anyone else talk about it, but that's a good point upon replay. You're right. Loma's landing punches in bunches, and, and Lopez is trying to pick him up one shot at a time. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you were talking 10 seconds ago, perfect example. You know, one, one, yep. one, and then all of a sudden Loma throws three. Yep. Yeah, Loma, Loma again. Loma looking to land that jab now while Lopez is trying to land a little more than he was. But early on, Lopez was just throwing that jab really to just control range and keep Loma busy. Oh, here's Loma again, backing him up, finishing with a left hand to the body. Oh, that's and a on good that round. Come the, on. The, 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 uh, come the on. judges... I can't. Two judge. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm becoming animal. Here. <laughs> I'm getting irritated. I'm like a guy who yes, uh, can see the replay. Oh, come on. Look at his replay. Look at those combinations by Lomachenko. Tell me the judge's scorecard. Please tell me the score. Look at these. Uh, two of. Come on. Two of the three gave it to Lopez. Two of three gave it to Lopez. Oh, come on. I'm not doing these no more. Are you There's serious? one good lead left uppercut from uh, Lopez. Wait, wait. Tell me again. Shot. Tell me again. There's something wrong with my microphone, with my ear set. They're, they're not working. I, I don't have the official scorecards in front of me. Two or three of the judges gave that round to Lopez? Yes. Weisfeld and Letterman scored it for Lopez. Cheatham had it for Loma. Shame on Weisfeld, really. I, I give him a lot of credit. He had a bad night, I guess. I don't know. Um I'm not taking the Gato's Bridge no more. <laughs> he lives in Jersey. <laughs> and Here we Gato's, go, round 10 the, underway. The Gato's attaches that now to Jersey. I'm not taking it no more. <laughs> not until he gives me a better scorecard. All right, 10th round, right? 10th round, Ken? 10th round, yep. 10th round, 240 in. 
I can't believe they, they two or three gave the last round. It was obvious. You agree with me, Ken? Was that last round obvious? Really? Yes. Come on. That round was obvious. I mean, really? Uh, I think they get used to giving rounds, and, they, and they're not looking anymore. They're just kind of reacting off of what they've been doing, almost on impulse. Like, like they're just, they've been watching the rounds earlier that were, in their mind, and most of them were, Lopez, and it's just like they're on, they're on some kind of uh, automatic pilot where, they're, again, L- Loma's, Loma's dictating everything here. Everything here. He didn't land all those punches, but he's controlling. Look at that. The jab. I mean, he's controlling I will say, watching space. this thing again, wa- watching this back again, what a technical chess match. Yeah. But again, do you think there was a kind of little left-hand counter as Loma came in? You could see that's that's a big part. There's a couple counters there, There's too. There's good by Loma. work from Lopez. Yeah, that's a big part of this <clears throat> fight is if he don't land it, the threat is always there, and it's making Loma... A little hesitant, he has to be, or a little careful, you know, he has to be, and, and aware that I can't just come in because this guy knows how to throw a counter. He's got quick, heavy hands. But again, this is it's an all awesome Loma. round. The last fifteen seconds, all Loma, all Loma. He's controlling range. He's just out of range. He's a in nice range. one too. Look at that, out of range, in range, and a quick step. And that's the dance lessons that his father made him take begrudgingly. Loma didn't want to take them when he was about 11, 10, 11 years old, where he can tap dance in real quick. Real quick. Still got the best legs in boxing. There's a jab again. And listen, I'm not discounting guys watching that while I was talking, Lopez threw a few counter shots. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But Lopez is carrying this round. Please. Good left hand, right hand to the body. There's Again, a flurry of punches. Yeah, flurry of punches by Loma. Not all landed clean, but but for what's happened in the round, they're the most they're the most telling and efficient of anything else that happened. Put it that way. It's a low blow. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, it's a hell of a round, though. I mean, there's this is and a good round high level Loma. boxing. Yeah, very high. Yeah, a lot of people are gonna Oof. argue that Loma pushed his head down to make it low, and he did. He pushed yeah. his head down a little bit as that punch was being thrown, maybe directed it down. Let's watch it again. That's very low. Yeah, that's low. <laughs> Even if you're bending down, that's low. No, no, it's good. What round. I meant was Loma took his hand and pushed uh, Lopez's head down. Uh, Direct, yeah. directing a punch a little lower, but no, it was a low blow. A uh, good round for Loma. Tell me what they had it, please. They had, uh, for the 10th round, they have Loma winning, yep. All of them. Oh, well, except for, Ju- except for Julie Leonard. How do you not have to treat? <laughs> Listen, I'm watching this replay. Watch this, Ken. Ken, jab just landed clean, right? Double jab. Yeah, left hand, right hook landed. There's a jab. Left hand clean. I mean, I don't care. Just that alone, there was others than that. But just that sequence, there was enough of those sequences to separate him from Lopez, where Lopez didn't land anything as clean or as telling or as differentiating as those punches. 
oh man, this is the round that that um, Letterman finally gave to uh, to Loma. All right? three judges gave this round to Loma. So Loma must have dropped him like eight times, <laughs> right? I'm and like, and no, Andre, I'm Andre, Andre Wood has the same scorecard as you right now, going into the eleventh tied at ninety-five all. Yep, same round. Oh man, he just oh oh, there's good work. Oh. I mean, Loma is closing the gaps, using those dance shoes, those dance moves. He's out of range, but his quick feet get him in range. He finally made a move to the side. Now he's starting to do what you wanted Loma to do. And it sets up, oh, oh he's dominating right now. Teeing off on him. Right now he's getting off on him. That's a good way of putting it. Letterman didn't have this 11th round. Oh, she did too, yeah. No, she did. Yeah. All three. This is the only round she gave to yeah, Loma. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the chandelier to fall and hit Lopez in the head. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Letterman gave him a, a... Finally? Oh, my God. Look at these punches. Now, the one thing that this Loma's a, doing wrong, he keeps centering himself. Normally, he'd be off. You make the move to the side, take your body to the side. Don't... Don't come back to the middle. He's coming back. To the credit of Lopez's father, Joey Gamage's trainer, his assistant trainer, their brain trust knew that Loma, Loma's dominating here. Oh, my God, he's dominating. Left hand. Lopez looks like he's abandoning all of the previous rounds. He's standing right in front of him. He's not moving his head. Yeah, you know what? The one thing that Lopez was doing that I was talking about is they learned, their brain trust learned that Lopez will make, Loma make a move, but then he'll come back to the middle. Wait for him to come back to the middle and then fire. And to a certain extent, not this round so much, but that's where he can find pay dirt, Lopez. Is Loma make a move, and then he'll come back to the middle. When he comes back to the middle, which he shouldn't do, he should make the move work and then continue with that move to the side where he can't, where he's safe and he continues to be safe. But he brings his head back to the middle after he makes a move. And then when he comes back to the middle and centers himself, well, you stop in the middle when you're still in range. Guess what, Ken? You can get hit. Yep. Loma's dominating this round, though. Good left hand. Definitely. Oh. Even Julie Letterman agrees with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, jeez, look, look, he, again, how's he doing it, people? Oh, he's making a miss. He's countering. He's he's being a counter punch, puncher as he always tries to be, but he's doing it aggressively. And and again, he's staying right outside that door, and then closing in that door before you can close the door on him and not let him get in. He gets right in there. He's like that good salesman that keeps a foot in the door, you know? And and you want to yep. shut the door because you don't want to buy a vacuum today. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't want to. Yep. You don't want to. Yeah. But but he gets in there before you can freaking close the door on him. That's what Loma does. All right, now this is where, for me, I know my scorecard don't mean nothing, but for me, he, let's watch the replay. Loma makes a miss a couple and then counters back. He gets in he gets in close, Loma, you know, gets into that pocket, yeah. right? Inside the eye of the storm. And right there, he sits down low, he goes into the cubby hole, makes him think something Beautiful low, shot. and then he comes up high with the left hand. Now yeah. I think for me in that round, the size difference was a big story because with the shots that Loma was landing on, a smaller guy might have 
Well, you see the swelling left bit, eye of, uh, from the southpaw side of the jab coming, you know, the, the yep. right side. the right. Oh, yeah. You see the swelling on the left eye of uh, Lopez. Now, look, this is, for me, this is it. On my scorecard, this is the round that earns Lopez a draw. I know it doesn't mean anything because the judges didn't have it anything like that. But for me, this was yep. the most important round of the fight, for me. And does Lomachenko continue that momentum and grab this round, which would have been one, two, three, four, five, six in a row? Or does Lopez stem the tide? Does he say, I want to be a champ? And does he behave like a champ and come back after it looks like he was being taken over a little bit? And you know what? He made a decision. I want to be a champ. And he came back. And youth was served. A champion was served. And he's doing a great job here, Lopez, of controlling range, you know, countering Loma as he comes in. And how much did that extra work that Loma had to do in the early rounds just to evade the punches, did it hurt him and empty the gas tank? Maybe. Yep. And Lopez just... This 12th... Lopez is catching him some good shots here. He, the best this shots 12th that round he is, This 12th round is what I thought the whole fight might be like. Yeah, well... A lot of action. Uh, let me tell you, I mean, Loma just landed there, but Lopez is landing more and cleaner than he did all night. All night. Yeah. He's all night. Stepping up the I, I'm going to say something outrageous here, Ken. You ready? Yeah. Lopez is landing more punches this round than he did all night put together. I'll stand by You're it. You're right. I'll stand by it. I know what I'm watching. I'll, stay, I'll put my reputation on the line. He's landing more punches this round than he did all night. The problem is these judges are not at the level these fighters are at. That's uh, unless, right. Really, unless you painted by numbers for them and painted in watercolors where, where you can't miss it, where, oh, that's a bright blue. Oh, yeah, that's blue. Unless you do that, these judges, if they got to do real judging, they don't know how to do it. They're not good enough. And the writers... Some of these writers that have been around years, they think they know something. They don't know diddly squat. That's good work right here from Lopez. Yeah, very Like cool. we were talking about earlier, Lopez was throwing one at a time. Now he's throwing punches. And, and went to the body and he's throwing. He's really sitting on his punches trying to, well, I think he senses. See the way he shrugs his shoulders? He, he senses yep. that he's got the fight. He's got. He's the younger guy. He's a champion. The torch is going to be passed, and he's thinking he could hurt Loma. He's thinking. What do you think of this stoppage here with ten seconds to go? Cut over the eyebrow, but I mean, like, should the ref be aware? Like, oh, there's only ten seconds left in the final round. Yeah, I think it was, I think we're was, having. I think that when you get away from the the protocol and the technical things and the rules and everything else. You got to abide by that stuff, but there's also a thing called common sense and common instinct, and and his instinct, the referee's instinct and judgment, just judgment should have been. I just heard the clap on a on a on a ring board. There's ten seconds left. You know what? Let it go. Don't disrupt the rhythm of this fight. And he did. He 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 should have let it go. That's where your judgment comes in. Forget about this. What a that. good fight. But good fight. Could be fight of the year. And again, I want to recap what we just saw that last round, Ken. There's the blood dropping down, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter because the fight is going to be over in, uh, in 10 seconds. But here's the thing. 
he got his, I want to call it a second win. You want to call it just, he got reminded that this was his time. I'm going to be champion. I got behaved like one. Whatever you want to call it. You want to say Loma was tired out by that early work a little bit at 32 years old. Whatever. The bottom line is Lopez going over there and showing, you know, showing class, going over there to Loma and his father, putting his arm around Loma. That's what you want to see. Uh, you know, that he's that he's showing that class. Uh, the both of them respect mutually. But the point I'm making is for the last round, Lopez, again, controlled range, allowed Loma, knew that he was going to be looking to be desperate still, looking to grab another round, and worked that against Loma. He used Loma's aggression against him. He set his feet, and he was looking... And was, not just looking, he was catching Loma coming in with real good counter shots. Counter shots that he was missing in the early part. But in the last round, catching him, not purely clean, but clean enough. Catching him good shots coming in, controlling range. And then when Loma stayed out, then he let his hands go and he kept him on the outside. So he, so he, he caught it both ways. Like I used to say, caught him coming and going. He, he was ready to catch him coming. And then when he went out, he, he, he let his hands go, and he caught him going, too. Uh, he, he had everything working. He was hitting on all cylinders the last round, Lopez. Mentally, emotionally, technically, physically, he was fresh. He was, uh, he was really sitting down, thinking he could maybe drop Loma. I, I have no doubt that he had that belief the last round, that, hey, this is my moment. This is my crowning of the moment. I'm... It's all me. I'm in control. I'm the boss. I'm the new champion. And he was fighting like that. And he was sitting down on his punches like he might even get a chance to drop the great Loma and close the show on that kind of note. But he did everything right that last round. Uh, put punches together. Didn't throw single shots. Again, threw, threw on a, while Loma had to come in. He took advantage of that knowledge. Uh, his jab was harder. More meaningful. Yeah, that definitely was around for Lopez. But I still got the same scorecard, Ken. I, I got a draw. Yeah. I mean, those judges should be ashamed of themselves. Listen, this is just Teddy Atlas saying it and Ken Ryder. But to me, 45 years, maybe a little more in this business, I think these judges were horrendous. They were, And I think some yeah. of the writers, uh, uh, by not writing enough about it, they, they, they're the same. I mean... You know, they're supposed to be top writers. You know what? They play Scrabble. That's what they play. <laughs> Scrabble. Yeah, Ken. Scrabble. Because because they think that they know more than they know. Oh, but I know what I want. No, you don't. Just like these judges don't know. Yeah, you know the watercolors. Yeah, you know the painting by numbers. Yeah, you know the crayons, the magic markers. My grandson has all that stuff too. Yeah. But when it comes to, when it comes to the finest stuff, you know what I mean? The Picasso. When it comes to the finest stuff, the strokes, the shades of color, the very, very, very subtle shades of color, the mixing of colors to get a twilight in a painting. When you got to look at it really close to see what's really going on, but not someone just chucking punches, not somebody just controlling the, the, the tempo that he's busier, 
but the guy that's doing microscopic stuff in spots. You, you're not seeing that. Your eyes are not tuned in for that. Not everyone is. But you know what I say? Then you shouldn't be a judge. Our bar is too low. The bar that we have set for people to be professional judges. And listen, quite frankly, Ken, the bar that we've set in this country to be other things too sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but we're not talking about those other things right now. But we could, and there's a million of them. But right now about being a judge, the bar that we have set that for, for, the, for the skills that you're supposed to have, the abilities, the knowledge, the training that you're supposed to have to see things the way when they're not as easy to see, when they're not watercolors, when they're not crayons, when they're not magic markers, we don't have enough judges that have that capability. We, we don't, Ken. Yep. We don't. And this just sets the example of it. We really don't. And I'm sure that Lomachenko and his people, they went home. They're honest people. You know, Lomachenko, he, he, didn't say, he didn't say one word. He didn't even say that he had to get his shoulder operated on the next day after the interview. You know, to his credit, he behaved the same way Lopez. Lopez behaved like a champion. He behaved like an ex-champion. He didn't say, oh, I got a bad show. He didn't say a word. And, and listen, he used it when he had to use it, so we're not going to say it restricted him because we just watched it. We still thought that he did enough to have a draw. But what I'm saying is that Lomachenko afterwards kept his mouth shut, said, I'm going to wait till I get home. He showed class. He showed constraint. He showed the behavior that you want to see in a champion. And I guarantee you he's home watching this. He can't be too happy. He can't be too happy. No. And the, the, watching it back again now is much closer than I thought. I was like, okay, I, I, you know, as a whole, without scoring it round by round, I thought Lopez did enough to win. Looking at it now, I think that uh, Loma has a beef with this. And the unfortunate thing is I can't see them getting a rematch. Um, first of all, I think Lopez will probably move up and wait. But um, it's unfortunate because that – 11th and 12th round was so much better than the rest than the first 10 rounds for me uh, 11 and 12 were just so action-packed and those first six rounds I can see where people would get a little bit tuned out because it was so technical but curious to see what happens from here with the division with Loma with Lopez um, I think that Loma has a real um should have a problem with certainly 119-111. I mean, I don't know, or oh, whatever, or whatever, that's 119-109, whatever she had. That was crazy. I think that as we went along, we'd said that um, two, five, six, and seven were very, very close rounds. So, you know, maybe 116, 112, all right. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a huge gripe with that, but nine to three, I don't think so. Well, yeah, and I mean, 11-1 is laughable. Well, I made a mark here that the eighth round was a big round for Loma. The eighth round, big round. And, and, yep. and yet... Two of three had it for him. Yeah, two of three. Well, well two out of three. Anyway. Um, and then I think I, I, I scribbled a little bit here, but um, I think it was the fifth round here. I, I, gave, it to, I gave it to Lopez, but I made a note... It could have been Loma. That's that's yes. how close it was. It could have been yep. Loma. And um, 
you know. And then I made a mark here on the third round. I gave it to Lopez, stuck with it. Yeah. But I wrote here, Loma landed some that that I don't think were necessarily picked up by the judges. But um, I stand by what I, you know, what I just said, what I said, you know, immediately afterwards. Uh, it was, you know, I just nothing away from what the fighters did in the ring, but I, I take, I take umbrage with a lot of what happened outside the ring. Nothing yeah. inside the ring. I salute them. I salute them as I always do, uh, fighters. Uh, when they, they should always be saluted just for having the courage to get in the ring. But then when they perform at this level, you know, I say bravo, bravo, you're special. But I say boo to the judges who are not special. Uh, yeah. They just don't know. They don't know their trade. And they don't know that they don't know. You know that old saying? <laughs> you don't know what you don't know? <laughs> you can yep. talk to your purple. These these guys, oh, <laughs> I know what I'm watching. I, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, some of these idiot <laughs> uh, writers that write for these internet things. Oh, I, I know what I want. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Thank God you don't have to make a living training any of these guys. Those those, <laughs> those fighters would no need extra insurance. <laughs> well, I'm sure this one will be debated for a long time. Um, Teddy, thanks for doing this. I hope that the fans enjoy it. I know I love listening to the uh, breakdown after the fact especially. So um, thank you. Um, guys, if you like it, please let us know. Happy to keep doing them. Whatever, uh, whatever you guys respond to, that's what we're going to give you. Um, you got anything to add, Teddy, before we sign off? No, just that could you, the next time you're at a fight, I know you're a big star in this business now and you go to fights and they give you ringside seats and deservingly so, <laughs> deservingly so. Um, the next time you're at one of these, could you bring those an extra pair of those glasses for the judges, please. That, that <laughs> you wear so well. No doubt. Thank no you. doubt. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for being with us. Please, if you like the show, please subscribe. Leave a review on Apple iPods. You know, it, it makes a big difference for us. And thanks for being with us. We'll be back real soon. Yeah.